I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Cult Popcha podcast was brought to you by our Patreon. If you want to tell us which films we should watch or get two extra exclusive podcasts a month, then please consider joining the cult and donating at www.patreon.com slash Welcome along, everybody, to the Cult Pop Podcast. You are joined this beautiful evening, um, the same day, the same day we're recording this is when it's coming out, because we believe um, in getting the content to the people as fast as we can. Uh, My name is AJ, and I'm joined by Richard. Hi. And Jess. Hello. All right, um, and today uh, on the podcast, we're going to be completing our trilogy of talking about uh, superhero cinematic universes that aren't as good as Marvel by talking about Sony and the Spider-Man, Sony's universe of Marvel characters. Before we get into the, the meat and potatoes of it all, though, I do just want to remind our listeners of a little thing I started last week called Hashtag Join the Cult, mm. which in a in a display of terrible branding is also the, the slogan we use for um, joining our Patreon. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to quickly just amend that. Instead of joining the cult, I'm going to say Hashtag Spread the Cult. So your mission, if you enjoy this podcast is to tell two of your friends about cult pop shit and get them to listen to you know one episode and see if it's their thing do you think your listeners have more than one friend um i know all of them so (laughs) they've got at least one they've got you aj they're all all friends with you (laughs) 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 they tell me to listen to it um so yeah that's just a way that we can spread our podcast far and wide so that more people can can get in on on the ground floor of this two and a half year old podcast <laughs> two and a half and, year men years of podcasting <laughs> and that just that joke alone is proof that we deserve more followers <laughs> think, because we're spitting bars like that yeah um staying relevant yeah. with our chuck glory sitcoms <laughs> It's, you're not even like bringing into play how bad the pun was. It's like, no, it was an up-to-date. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool, cool. So, guys, we, we've talked about all the Joker movies and development over at Warner Bros. and DC. Yeah. And we've talked about all the X-Men movies that probably aren't going to get made because Disney bought Fox. And... To cap everything off, 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 fuck. To cap everything off. Cancel the podcast. (laughs) We're going to be talking about Sony's universe of Marvel characters, which they have, correct me if I'm wrong, Richard, but they have officially called it that. Yes? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So 
for those that don't know, um, which is why we bring Jess on these <laughs> podcasts because she's she doesn't great, fucking know anything. Uh, she's a great asker of questions, and um, Richard and I often get so up our own buttholes with thinking everybody knows, you know, every modicum of comic book movie news and that, each other's buttholes. Well, we we know that that goes without saying. Yeah. I think. and now we've got a chance to not only get up Jess's butthole. But for her to get up ours and the yeah. listeners. <laughs> Jess, I welcome you. Um, uh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> That's all so, you've got after that fucking yeah. that introduction we gave you. Thanks, guys. It's good to know how uh, lowly you think of me. Oh, we think of you as the same um, level that we think of ourselves. And we have low self-esteem. So. <laughs> really low <And> standards. I <laughs> fucking hate myself. Uh, <laughs> Jess, I'm sorry. I'm sure your butthole is nicer than mine or Richard's, okay? That's like the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Well, get ready for more nice things because that's just the first of many. Wow. Um, so, Jess, as the, the layman, um, more like the lame Lay man. person. <laughs> no, as the, as the, as the Joe everybody or the Joanna everybody, um, why is it that... Uh, there's only one Spider-Man movie in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Can you tell us that? Uh, I already don't know what you mean. Do you mean, yeah, uh, that's <laughs> you, a very confusing question. That's confusing. So are you, when you say one Spider-Man movie within the MCU, you're talking about Tom Holland's Spider-Man? Yes. Yeah. But, but like, do you mean out, of, out in, of all right? the Spider-Man movies we've got, why is only one of them in the MCU? Allow me to rephrase. Because otherwise um, it's like, why is there one Doctor Strange movie on it? They haven't fucking made another one. Allow me to, allow me to rephrase. Why, why is there only two Guardians of the Galaxy movies? Because James Gunn's a pedophile. Like, you know. <laughs> we know we know that um, Spider-Man is a Marvel character. And we know that the Marvel Cinematic Universe contains a lot of Marvel characters. However, there have been three different canons of Spider-Man over the past 20 years. Um, and one or two of which existed in the same time frame. I've made this more confusing. What What's the deal with, <laughs> with Spider-Man in the MCU? That's basically what I'm asking. Well, didn't Sony own the rights to Spider-Man for a long time while the screen rights, and then Marvel bought it back off them? So that's close. why there's been so many reboots? Very close. They, so so Sony did, they, they bought a it. A for Did you just say incorrect? <laughs> A Man, for Richard effort. sucks. I said A for effort. I was complimenting oh, you. Thank you. Effort starts with an Sorry, A. Sorry, AJ. Um, the so way back when they Sony had bought. Wait, the are we going with the NCEA system? So it's like A for achieved. No, it's well A done. A plus. And whereas like AJ like gets his test back and like, hey AJ, you got A for this test. He's like, that starts with T. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck! I failed the test. I put. <laughs> um. So yeah, way back when uh, Sony bought the film rights to Spider-Man and that's why we got the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy and that's why we got the amazing Spider-Man duology. Uh, And basically, as as a similar situation with X-Men and and the MCU as well is that when the MCU kicked kicked off with Iron Man and and all those guys in the Avengers... um, they didn't have the rights to Spider-Man. And for a while it looked like they'd never get the rights back to Spider-Man to use him in the MCU. But then something happened. And Richard, can you tell us what happened? (coughs) 
Uh, yes, I can. Do you have I one can. of AJ's butthole here stuck in your throat there? <laughs> yeah. My butthole is silky smooth, I'll have you know, Jess. <laughs> um, if it's anything like your face. Mm. Yeah, well, is it like not, the top of your head like... or like the your chin? What, what half of your face is your butthole like, AJ? The top or the bottom? Because they could not mm. be more different. <laughs> okay, we can't I'm not bald, <laughs> I shaved my head. I want to make that clear. Um, yeah, so... Spider-Man and Sony and Marvel were able to strike up a deal that's unprecedented in cinema, which basically means that Sony will produce, that they make and distribute Marvel films. So it's 100% their investment, 100% they get the return. Um, But it's made by... Marvel's creative team oversees it. So they get to pick who's cast. They get to pick the directors. They get to pick the story, the direction of it, or maybe not exactly the story, but they, they get to pick the screenwriters and, you know, it has to fit into their wider MCU, but it's still a Sony movie. In return, and I think there's, there's also a thing about um, Marvel will lend an MCU character to each Spider-Man solo film. So that's why Iron Man was the first one. We've got Maria Hill and Nick Fury. Coming in Far From Home, which is the next one. And then if there's a third one, then we'll presumably see someone else. Um, but we have got um, we've got an interesting thing for Marvel where they get to use Spider-Man in other films uh, in exchange for this deal. So they signed a deal for five films. So that is Spider-Man Homecoming, Captain America Civil War, Infinity War, Avengers 4, and Far From Home. So, what's going to happen to Spider-Man in the MCU after that? So We don't know. In terms of Spider-Man movies, he's only signed on for two of his own films, and then the rest are yeah. like Avengers style. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, basically, they, they said we'll make five... Sony said we'll, make, we'll create this character, you could use him in five MCU films, and then after that, we don't really know. Hollywood's just really a big circle jerk, isn't it? What is? Hollywood. Yeah. I don't know. That's how things like... get done. Well, uh, yeah. do you have more to that, Jess? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what what's interesting about all of this, though, is that uh, because, as you know, you could probably tell by our um, two and a half men references that we like to keep up to date on this podcast. And so what is more up to date than talking about a movie that came out three weeks ago? Um, and so three weeks ago, we saw the release of Venom. Now, Venom is not set in the MCU. It is set in Sony's universe of Marvel characters, which essentially is every peripheral character around Spider-Man that isn't Spider-Man. Um, they want, they've tried it before. They tried it with the amazing Spider-Man when they had Spider-Man. And then they were like, oh, you know what the problem was with that attempt is that we had the titular character. So let's just try it without him this time and see what happens. Um, so yeah, we got, we got the first Venom film, um, directed by Ruben Fleischer and starring Tom Hardy. And it was not received well. Um, a few it, was, reasons. it wasn't bad. No, it was Other fine. Qu- I have a question. Does that mean that Venom exists in the same universe as the Amazing Spider-Man? No. Uh, uh, no, probably not. It hasn't been yeah. said no, well, but... <laughs> the thing you get with Spider-Man, um, which is... Well, it's not unique to Spider-Man, but it's unique to comic book movies at least, and this is teased in the 
end credits of um, Venom, where the post credit scene is just a, a scene from Into the Spider-Verse, which is coming out, and it comes up saying, in another Spider-Verse, so oh, yeah. okay. Sony's universe of Marvel character characters contains multiple universes spider verses and so venom's in one presumably the raimi trilogy's in one um you know the web the web duology is in one what's the new spider-man movie called what one spider into the spider-verse yeah okay spider-man into the spider-verse that's the animated animated. one that's coming out in a couple months um so yeah so where was it where were we we were at um so yeah venom came out and for those, and I apologize if you you are like three tiers deep into this canon and you know everything, and we're just telling you information you already know. But Venom does not exist in the same universe as Tom Holland's Spider-Man from the MCU. Venom is set in its own world at the moment. I, there was talk that um, that Sony was hoping that Venom would do so well that um, Marvel would like envelop it into the MCU. I highly doubt that's going to happen (laughs) after it's after it's critical performance um and i also don't think those i i wouldn't despite not thinking venom was that bad um i don't wouldn't want to see it in the mcu not with not with the kind of steez they've gone with i guess yeah i'd like to see venom in the mcu i don't know if i want to see tom hardy's venom in the mcu do we know much about the production timeline um of venom in comparison to the new joker movie because it kind of, to me, seems like similar concepts, but just one's pulled off real bad. Mm. That's a real cool amazing. observation. Yeah, that's a real good observation because they're both like a famous superhero's like arch nemesis. Counterpart, with, yeah. Yeah, without the, the hero present. Yeah. Um, well, I can tell you that the Venom movie was in production since Spider-Man 3 in 2007. So, oh, And the, the Joker movie was in production for about a week before it <laughs> they started filming yeah, so it one's, yeah one's being one's been fast tracked and one certainly took its time um surviving it was, okay. you'd say it was surviving two, two reboots before it actually got to see the life of day in its own reboot um so yeah uh so what we're going to do on this podcast on this this episode of the cop podcast is there are a few other movies set to come out in sony's universe of marvel characters um i don't i don't really know all these characters so what i've done is i found out what's what's slated not necessarily confirmed but what's slated and the information surrounding who that character is so these are all um spider-man adjacent characters that's what they should call the universe like this the spider-man adjacent cinematic universe (laughs) (laughs) um just a off pod aj Mm. it's like just started like fucking like pissing down like here. the heaviest rain can you hear it yeah okay because that's all good yeah my and like jess's like mic is like window. pointed at the window kind of i can kind of sit here and try and block it with my body a bit more but i don't know how effective that will be um just mention it on pod yeah all right well why don't we just leave this in <laughs> all right here we go mention <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of that's interesting. We've never left such a such a BTS peak in there. Such before. like a boring part of this conversation. In. <laughs> uh, cool. So other like I haven't really written much much down about um, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, the animated movie coming up because it's not really is is that under their their Sumka brand? Their <laughs> Sumka, my dick. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, is that was that the right? Uh, 
was it Sumka? Sony's uh, Universe of Marvel characters. Yeah, yeah Sumka. SUMC. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I don't think that's under the Sumka brand. I think that's well. Um, I mean, it's like they've they've forever linked it with Venom now. Yeah, that's true. Um, and, and for some weird reason, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's like there's no possibility of it crossing over. Hmm. But doing an animated, I think, I think if we are, so let's talk about Into the Spider-Verse just briefly. I think what's cool about it is that by doing it animated, you're doing a really easy to understand way of saying this isn't the same canon as the MCU, right? Yeah, and also making Spider-Man black. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's part of it as well. But like, you know, people, well, yeah. if it was live action, people might think it's, it's the the older Peter Parker. That a black man could Tom actually Holland. be Spider-Man. Oh, what is it, um... <laughs> Why does Superman show up and help them? <laughs> exactly. You're avoiding that problem. So I think that's pretty cool about it. It also looks like really awesome. It was my favorite part of Venom was the scene they showed from Into the Spider-Verse, despite it probably shouldn't have been in there. Um, yeah, and- I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, because it. it just made you feel worse about the film that you just yeah, saw. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So after Into the Spider-Verse, which, to be honest, Sony... Just focus on that. Do your anim- do be break new ground by being the first interconnected animated um, superhero cinematic universe. That's kind of interesting. I'd be into that. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so beyond beyond that film, we've got two more Venom films in production. Before Venom's box office reports came in, I would have thought they would be cancelling any more Venom films, but Venom actually did like extraordinarily well um despite the critical reception which is pretty interesting um and i would i would watch a sequel <laughs> yeah well you have to for the podcast yeah like that's true. you can't let such a tentpole release go by unwatched I know. I know. um yeah i'd love to see a sequel just to see them to see carnage on film yeah so carnage appears at the end of venom uh played by woody harrelson and one he looks a bit like um annie and yeah like raggedy andy yeah the fucking yeah, worst yeah. like Oh man, it was just the mm. worst post-credit segments I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, I ha- well, I hate stuff that's so on the nose. Yeah, it might only be beaten by the following post-credit scene in the same film. That's just a scene from a better movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um. So here's a fun thing I found about it is that Woody Harrelson actually um signed on to to appear as a cameo in the first film before any kind of. Um, you know, script was written for the second film. I mean, I guess it's kind of obvious, but it's it's kind of interesting of a, of a decision to do as an actor. Um, and he he said that he described the role in the movie as a roll of the dice since he was unable to read the script for the sequel before signing on to the first film. And I wonder how he feels now because <laughs> he yeah, rolled that dice actually. and it came up Snake Eyes. That Snake Eyes is good, isn't it? Well, it depends what you're playing, I guess. If you're yeah, playing, I mean, it's like, the lowest possible role, but it's... yeah, if you're playing Candyland then you're just stuck, you know? But if you're playing Monopoly, you can get out of jail, which is what his character wants to do. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Fuck him. Um, is Carnage like a sim- symbiote, or is it something else? Car- well, I'll feel this one, I do. Um, yeah, please. So, in the comics, Eddie Brock um, ends up in prison with Cletus Cassidy, but they, like... I think Eddie breaks out with help, with the help of Venom, but some of the symbiote gets, like, left behind, and Cletus cuts himself and the symbiote gets into his bloodstream. Okay. And so he becomes this like red and black. So it's the same house. entity, just Yeah, but different. it's it's like, you know, you're like, you know how 
um like venom is like he calls it like the mask it's like this mask that eddie yeah. can put on it's got a personality of its own cletus and carnage are like fused together because i don't know if it's us that had this conversation but i remember someone telling me that who carnage... else do you talk to Car- talk about with, like I talk about know, carnage. friends <laughs> i don't know it's a lie um can you tell them about this podcast <laughs> hey aj have you heard this real cool podcast it's uh oh, Oh, interesting. Um, I don't listen to podcasts. Yeah, yeah. What, what was your... <laughs> um, that Carnage is like an inside-out version of Spider-Man. Yeah, kind of. Someone once told me that it's like a version of Spider-Man, but it literally like turns him yeah, inside out. Yeah, he's like... Well, because Venom, like I see it, like Venom is like a mask, but like... Yeah, Carnage is like almost like inside-out because he's like red on the outside, but he's like completely... And there's and they kind of blew their wad in Venom doing this, but there's things like I think Riot does it, how you can like turn his arms into like blades. But like that's a Carnage thing kind of thing. Right. Um maybe Riot does in the comics as well, but that's like an iconic like Carnage thing that he can shape parts of himself to like really sharp objects and like, you know, fire off bits of his body and they're like ostensibly bullets. Mm. Yeah. Um so yeah, it was revealed um, in August, I think, that um, Hardy had signed on for two more Venom films, um, and Sony have also said they'd love to do a, a cross- crossover with Spider-Man and Venom. Yeah. Um, the quote is, they are already in the same universe, so without giving too much away, we are looking forward to the two of them facing off in the future. But as we've said many <laughs> times on this show, and as any movie podcast worth its salt has pointed out, is that Venom only exists in the Spider-Man universe because he comes from the Spider-Man suit design and the symbiote attaching to that. So I just imagine your Spider-Man... And you find a villain named Venom, and he looks exactly like your suit. He's just black and slimy. You'd be like, what a crazy coincidence. So to me, they've already blown that opportunity because Venom looks like Spider-Man without Spider-Man being the initiator of that yeah at least they didn't go with him actually having the like spider insignia on his chest yeah like like he doesn't he doesn't look too similar it's just the eyes right yeah just the eyes and the hand having a full body suit Mm. yeah and I think that that what's difficult as well is that um well I guess yeah what they could they could flip it maybe Spider-Man takes inspiration from Venom suit I don't know the point (laughs) is is like these it does it won't work now it won't work because they already introduced that aspect of it yeah and now we probably can't get like an mcu venom yeah and mm-hmm. even the 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 concept that um the symbiote just looks like that when it takes over people right like because that's the implication from the venom film yeah. even that in another universe where where there's an animated spider-man movie in like the multiverse the fact that you know, so do the symbiotes look different in the in the into the Spider Verse universe? I don't look, look. <laughs> it's getting this is getting too complicated. Anyway, um, <laughs> so that's that's what's happening. That's what's happening with the two more Venom films. Um, so look forward to them. I guess uh, there is room <laughs> for improvement. I'll give them that. But also, can I just say that the problem with Venom isn't that um, Spider Man's not in it. No, I agree, actually. I didn't even like, think of it when I was watching I didn't Venom. really feel Spider-Man's absence at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was interesting because I I went into it kind of ready to hate it because of the critical reception. 
and um it was all good i'd well no okay it's a wait a minute movie so it's a movie that after you see it you go oh, wait a minute you know that's you, how you I wait for it. one minute and then you're like that was real bad yeah yeah i <laughs> thought the the biggest problem i had with it was um if we're just getting into reviewing a film now um <laughs> is that venom uh towards the end of the film he reveals that he came to earth to take it over and kill all the humans but he fell in love with humanity and um you know now he now he wants to save them but you don't that's so unearned you don't get that moment you don't get the moment where he falls in love with humanity it's like they cut out for the 40 minutes that tom tom hardy yeah it's not like he falls in love with it it's like he sympathizes with it because he sees everyone on earth as like losers and he's the loser on his planet yeah Mm. like and they we learn that he has a character arc because it's over yes he's like well that's the end of my character arc and we're like what when yeah and it's said in the same sentence so he yeah. he tells you about the plan to take over the world in the same sentence as now he likes them, and it, I like I really like the idea that when Tom Hardy came out and said that there are forty minutes cut from the film, it wasn't like badass action sequences. It was like really earnest character development, and it's like like that's what <laughs> that's what I loved about it. Um, cool. So the next film that's kind of slated, and I don't know what order these are coming out. I don't think there is an order. Um, but this one already has a director attached, so and a star, and that is the Morbius, the Living Vampire movie, and so that, oh, that is sounds cool. To be, who's starring in that? Uh, Jared Leto's starring. Oh, actually, Richard. oh, interesting. Uh, who's directing it? Uh, directing it is Daniel Espinosa, who directed Life, the oh, maybe yeah. Venom prequel, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Safe House, the Ryan Reynolds. Um, uh, um, Movie. Denzel Washington film, um, <laughs> the Ryan Reynolds um, uh, movie. That's what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, do you guys know anything about Morbius, the Living Vampire? No. Uh, he, he basically he was a uh, biochemist. Yep, is that right? That became a vampire, and now he's a vampire, and he's one of Spider Man's part of Spider Man's rogues gallery. Does that yep. mean that he's not undead if he's a living vampire? But so, vampires are, by nature, the undead. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he's the living vampire. So he craves blood. This is taken from the Sumka wiki. Um, more like Sumka Dicky, am I right? <laughs> um, so the, the, the Morbius character is a horror, a horror action story of a scientist who, in trying to find a cure for a rare blood disease, accidentally transformed himself into a living vampire. Who <laughs> He's trying to find just- a cure for this blood disease and he accidentally tastes somebody's like fuck this is real good <laughs> this tastes like, like meatballs <laughs> um, uh, though disgusted by his own bloodlust he chooses to prey upon crim- criminals that he deems unworthy of life so maybe it's a living vampire in the sense that it's not a magical thing like he's a living vampire in the same sense that like dracula is a fictional vampire so he's not a real vampire. Right. So maybe it's right, he's yeah. a he's a living vampire. Like he's a real. Right, he comes vampire. from he comes he comes from a fiction where vampires exist in fiction. Does he? Yes. Well, no. Yeah. yeah. Re- correct. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. Um. So what do you guys think about this movie? <laughs> uh, <laughs> any any immediate thoughts? Yeah, it's good, like that they're they're doing. They seem to be making their like rogues movie, uh, movies out of like, uh, antiheroes. Yeah. Ones yeah. that ones that hate Spider Man but prey on criminals. But now they've got nothing to hate because Spider Man doesn't exist in this universe. Yeah, so 
<laughs> I don't know. I guess it's more about like the brutality of it. and Yeah, do you reckon they'll make it lighthearted or more like, he's judge, jury, and executioner. He is he not is- judge, Judy and executioner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I reckon that, that you, you can't do a straight villain role for him. Yeah, you have to do like, a gay he'll be- villain. He'll be a gay hero, definitely. Um, it He'll is be a like, trans hero and um, Jared Leto will win another Oscar. One one thing I'll probably bring up later, though, is like Delimo. looking through the characters they've chosen to give their own spin-off films to, I can't imagine them doing like an Avengers-style crossover between all of them because they're so like... this Spider-Man very much is the, the glue that connects them all together. Yeah, I mean, they like, could do a Sinister Six, but it's like, what would the point be? Why are they teaming up? Yeah, and why are they yeah. sinister if they are heroes, you know? Unless um, you have Carnage as the big bad. Mm. Yeah, that'd be cool. But still, it's more like, why would Morbius and Eddie Brock interact? I guess they could, actually. That's yeah, because like in the comics, um, Eddie, uh, Venom and Spider-Man have teamed up to fight Carnage mm. a few times. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, no date on when that's supposed to be coming out, but it has the director and... Yeah, they said it's going into production, like, very soon, like, January, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it looks like it's going to happen. You know, unlike the X-Men sitch, it's like a lot of these actually look like they're actually pushing them forward now. Mm. Do you reckon you'll watch it, AJ? Oh, of course, but... Are you going to boycott it? No, I won't boycott it. Um, It is interesting that Jared Leto is going to be the Joker and Morbius, you know. You mm. don't... The last... You had that with um, with uh, Cable and, and Thanos both being pl- played by Josh Brolin, but it's not often that, like, headlining actors take dual roles in two different... Well, a single role in two different cinematic <laughs> universes, you know. Yeah, it, it is... Because um, how many examples have we got of that? There's, like, um, Lawrence Fishburne's in Ant-Man and the Wasp and... Um, Superman. Man and Superman. But yeah, I think um, the most prominent one, because there's a lot where it's like, oh, maybe Lawrence Fishburne isn't doing Superman anymore. But like, um, Josh Brolin was in these movies in like the space of a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so weird. Um, yeah. So I'm just surprised there's no no clause in the contract that means you can't, at least you can't do it at the same time. Yeah. So essentially, like, yeah, Kevin Feige said, no, we don't police it in any uh, way. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think like, that they would like pay them out to be exclusive, right? But yeah. I guess not. But I mean, because they they do monitor them, keeping like a wholesome Im- image and stuff. Because they're yeah, Disney yeah. stars as well. Yeah. But like, they do have to keep a wholesome image, and I'm not sure if it's like any part of it is like they're forced to. But like the visiting children's hospitals and stuff like that is like very much encouraged to keep that like real life superhero yeah, yeah. kind of angle going. Mm. Yeah. Um. And like, because because I could understand like. Like if Jeff Bridges was in DC Universe, you know, you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. he was an Iron Man one. So he, he's not coming back to the MCU and it's been long enough that people aren't going to. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Immediately associate that, but like if the same the time, X-Men, though. 
yeah yeah exactly if if the x-men universe crosses like is merged with the mcu then cable and thanos could meet each other conceivably (laughs) you know um and Mm -hmm. so i guess same although at least that's not too bad because one of them doesn't look like josh brolin yeah yeah I, and although, yeah and, and it's not like it's not like spite the sumka universe is ever going to be um mixed with the dc universe oh my gosh that would be sumka dick <laughs> we did it okay <laughs> the next film that's on this list is uh the black cat movie um a long time ago they announced that they were going to be doing Silver and Black, which would be a, a team-up movie between the characters of Black Cat and Silver Sable. They have since announced that those are going to be two separate movies, making that nugget of an idea, like, <laughs> I don't really care about either of them now. Yeah. I'd rather have one movie with both of them. Though that being said, now that I've played Spider-Man on PS4 and I understand who Silver Sable is, I'm not sure why her and Black Cat would, would team up. But you know what? I've said that. I just said that about Morbius and Venom. And I would probably say that about the Avengers had I not seen that it was Yeah, works, you'd be like, you know? why would Thor and Captain America ever cross over? Yeah, exactly. So fair As enough. As the right. local normie, I don't really know any of those characters, so my level of caring is not very high. So I wonder if that would extend to the general public. Right. Yeah, it you is. It is, no, I, it is I don't know who Silver Sable is. Yeah, it is it is brash to assume that people will go see a superhero movie that isn't like explicitly named after the superhero. So like Silver yeah. and Black maybe wasn't gonna gonna cut it, you know. Yeah, although Silver um, and Black, I feel like because it's like two females, they're like anti-hero kind of like they're they're badass chicks, and I think that's what they were trying to do. And know? actually, like you know, Ant Man, I think was on a similar level, and that's done really well. So mm. I I mm. rescind my previous comments yeah but like if you have enough talent behind if the movie looks good enough people will go see them yeah all right so richard do you know black cat is do do i can read yeah i mean she's she's essentially spider-man's answer to um catwoman catwoman yeah um yeah she's like a kind of sexy um cat yeah it is it is weirdly similar to catwoman yeah <laughs> you know like black at cat. least change the animal yeah yeah black like panther or something yeah yeah exactly um or black clansman even you know <laughs> weird direction to stick with cat um yeah again we've got this weird situation where you're you're making a solo movie about a character that's kind of intrinsically linked to spider-man but they did it with venom and that as you say that wasn't the problem with venom so maybe there's more meat on these bones than than critics were once thinking because like look they made a catwoman movie and that turned out all right that was great everyone loved that movie yeah if we did it was hot if we do the batman series for film franchise four nights do we have to watch catwoman no. If we do Spider-Man, like, do we have to do Venom for film franchise follow-ups? Yeah, we kind of. I reckon we would. Let's have this conversation off pod. Because <laughs> it's about to get messy. Um, <laughs> Richard, right, you seem so... really upset. Are you okay? No. Stop crying. It's okay. So, um, Silver Sable is the next slated film. 
And if you don't know, I'll just read this quickly. Silver Sable is a mercenary, hunter of war criminals, leader of the Wild Pack, and right. owner of Silver Sable International, although sometimes a legitimate mercenary, her methods and motives have sometimes brought her into conflict with other superheroes. Occasionally, she is seen as an ally of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, not anymore, though, because he's not going to be in this movie. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's... If she, Black Cat's essentially like the street-level Silver Sable. So maybe that's why they would be in a movie together, is like, you know, one one's a mercenary and one's a cat burglar. Yeah, and they're both hot. Mm, well, that's essential. Yeah, because they still have to be played by Hollywood actors. But um, yeah. yeah, and Black Cat was... Felicia Hardy is her real name. She was in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, played by... I've forgotten her name. Really? Felicity Jones. Felicity Jones. Um, she's Wait. in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I do not Were remember Were you saying that. really because I forgot her name or because she was in The Amazing I, Spider-Man? Because I do not remember that film whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Nah, she's like, they they cast someone like, hi, my name's Felicity. And it's like, oh, that's going to be, because Sp- The Amazing Spider-Man is going to be spun off into a black cat film and she's going to be in it. But it never happened. But then it didn't happen. <laughs> mm. Um, do you, anyone got any, from the limited amount of information we've just revealed about both those characters, any casting ideas for Black Cat or Silver Sable? Uh, I think Felicity Jones was a good, was actually quite a good cast. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Who's Felicity Jones? She's the main character in Rogue One. Ah. Uh, and she's in Inferno. Oh, she's kind of boring. Oh. No, oh, I have I'm sorry. a massive crush okay. on her. Do I just crush... I had a, I had a crush I on her until she until the trailer for Rogue One came out. She was like, "It's a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel." And then I was like, oh, pout, "You're really loud." Oh, the camera's on me. Pout. <laughs> um, I, I don't. But I, whenever I think of like who could I cast, because that's such fun podcast um, content, um, I always just immediately think back through the most recent movies I've seen. And so I landed on Lady Gaga for Black Cat. Maybe. Oh yeah, <laughs> Lady Gaga. I think would be a better Silver Sable. Yeah, yeah, but then you're also stuck with the problem that the actress's name is more interesting than the the superhero's alter ego name. <laughs> <laughs> like if I saw a movie um, that said Lady Gaga, Silver Sable, I'd be like, which one's the which one's <laughs> which one's which? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. Or you could get what else have I seen recently? Michelle Williams. Mm. Well, she's in the... <laughs> yeah. I saw Venom not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, no. Ch- all right. Then you definitely... You imagine if, like, we're talking about, like, oh, Jared Leto's playing both Morbius and the Joker, but then they get Michelle Williams to play two <laughs> characters in the same universe. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Williams uh, uh, would be a good Sable. Yeah, For a man. chance to redeem herself from Venom. Yeah. What about no? What about someone like Meryl Streep though? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Doing a like, Silver Sable. Fuck! Imagine like the most prestigious actor to ever be in a superhero movie, and it's fucking in Sony's universe of Marvel characters. <laughs> Actually, who would you say is the most prestigious actor to have been in a superhero movie? Um, Anthony George Hopkins Clooney? and Thor was pretty. Yeah, Anthony big. Hopkins. What do you say, Jess? George Clooney. George Clooney. It's <laughs> uh, pretty prestigious. Isn't he? I just... nah. AJ, you can cut that out, right? Cut it out. No, nah, he's like a fun. Like George Clooney's like a fun actor. Like you'd go for actors that like don't seem like they would. Like if if Leonardo DiCaprio ever did one, I'd be I'd be like Joaquin Phoenix is probably up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared Leto. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's Jared Leto. Um, that was a Jared Leto. Let's move on. <laughs> no, I think I actually I would I'm gonna stake on um Anthony Hopkins and, and the Thor movies. I think yeah. that's that's about as prestigious as they've achieved. Um not that any of that matters, you know. Well maybe it does, because maybe actors are value. Who knows? Maybe actors are just people. Maybe actors are like you and me. Um So the next film that that people are talking about is a film called Night Watch. Uh, and what's interesting about this is that Spike Lee is in talks to direct. Oh. Yeah, until like a week ago when he said that he is not involved at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I need to update that. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, he's Night- like, it's like officially he's not attached. Do you know anything about Nightwatch? Um, before doing any research, I was like, okay, I presume he's black because why else would they get Spike Lee to direct it? Um, and that's right, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's not written in what I wrote. I yeah, yeah. Because like the the character wears a full body mask, a full body ma- a full body suit that's like and it masks. So you can't tell the color of his skin. You have to judge him based on the content of his character. Um, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> but yeah, he's like a um, he's kind of like a. Nightwingy kind of character, right? Yeah, he's kind. He kind of reminds me of um, of uh, Spawn. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, yeah, Spawn. Um, so Nightwatch, his real name is is Doctor Kevin Trench, and his kind of origin story is that he witnesses a costumed man die battling some terrorists armed with invisibility generating cloaking devices. Um, and he unmasks the corpse to find it's actually an older version of himself. Um, mm. And so he takes the costume and goes to hide out on a d- deserted island, reasoning that if he never wears the suit, he'll never die. Um, but, you know, he's pulled back into the into the criminal underworld or something like that and becomes... Uh, he, it says Trench decided that he can't avoid his destiny and goes on to investigate the costume's origins. So that's quite compelling. That's a fucking dope origin. Yeah, that's cool. Because it's like mm. the um, was the bootstrap paradox, where it's like mm. the suit was never created. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I I think that again, it's not that you couldn't cross that over with, um, with Venom and all that sort of thing, but I don't. Like, it kind of just sounds like it'd be cool on its own. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'd want to with it, that sort of standalone power. Yeah. And maybe that's the point. Maybe that's just what you go with, is that you just make cool movies that are cool by themselves and then cross them over if you feel like it later. Mm. And because like, this is the thing, like, Spider-Man's rogues gallery is rich enough to do these kind of movies. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um. So any any casting immediately come to mind? Um, I would say Michael B. Jordan, but yeah, he's what about uh, going off um, Spike Lee? You could go John David Washington. Yeah, I did think that as well. Yeah, and then the, the older the, versions just um, Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington. <laughs> the older versions just um, um, Denzel Washington. Um, <laughs> Welcome back to AJ can't remember Denzel Washington's name. (laughs) And we're back. AJ, what is Denzel Washington's name? And I'm like, oh, no. I can't remember. I don't know. 
and then I get out of the chase because the vixen gets me. Because <laughs> you know, if I ever get on the chase, it's going to be the vixen who, who's my chaser. What? Like, like that's a booby prize. Would you? Uh, would yeah. You f- oh wait, which one's the vixen? Jenny Ryan. <laughs> would I what? Would I? Jenny Ryan, the, the, the newest one. Oh, I don't know if I know this. She's got like red hair and glasses. Oh no. She's like she's the youngest one. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. Google this right now. I love yeah. the chase. Like, I'm surprised honest, you don't know who fucking Jenny Ryan is. Then I would want to. I would if I was on the chase. I'd want to verse um, the Dark Destroyer because I feel like he has the biggest lose record. Like yeah. the biggest. Oh, the Cinnamon's pretty. Nah, the, man. The Beast is the, is the Beast. Is the Beast, beast, the the beast and the Governor is are like the best. second yeah. Beast, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, um, yeah, I would, I, I'd want to go up against the Dark Destroyer Cinnamon. Cinnamon, because I feel like he'd be the most fun to be up against. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so moving right along, maybe one day the content of this podcast will be a question on the chase, and yeah. you'll know listening to this that connection happened. Ah, Jenny um, Ryan's hot. She's got good bangs. Yeah, dude. Sorry, um, continue. So, um, the next film that's been slated is the, is Silk. Uh, and all I've got written down for Silk is that she's a Korean female Spider-Man. Uh, her real name is Cindy Moon. Um, she's got a pretty cool costume, if you've ever seen it. Mm. Um, and yep, sure. I mean, maybe Silk should be moved up the slate and they just repurpose every time there needs to be a spider-man um in the and you know any of these other characters movies they just make it silk i would never problem yeah with that necessarily. well i mean why didn't they just like do like because sony could have just done like i mean i guess maybe start with like something like venom or morbius or um night watch and then do a miles morales live action film and then just make that your spider-man and then and then you can do craven and venom or whatever yeah yeah i agree um yeah so yeah i don't have too much to say about that other than you know yeah. it's cool i'll give the, i'll give i'll give sumka this as they are going that they're, they're doing some nice diverse ideas you know we've got yeah that's that's my other that was gonna be my other thing I was gonna what say. do you do you reckon the powerhouse behind it is actually going to follow through though do you reckon this is realistically going to happen or I mean, if it doesn't happen it's want. not it's not because they're not banking on minorities being in lead roles or anything like <laughs> yeah. l- looking at these two ideas we've got something like um silver sable is is russian i think which you know all right but like both both black cat and silver sable are female Nightwatch is african-american um silk is korean and female uh, and there's another one later on that's also russian. a couple of gals but i'm not gonna huh. get into that just yet oh um, god aj oh god so yeah, as you mentioned though, you did already spoil this. Um, Craven the Hunter is the next one, which I feel like people would be fucking pumped about. Um, yeah, I I like Craven. Yeah, but then again, he is also intrinsically linked to Spider Man because his most famous story is him hunting Spider Man, um, hunting and so for and those, defeating Spider Man. Yeah, so for those who don't know about him, oh, uh, Craven Craven the Hunter's real name is Sergei Kravenov. And he is a Russian immigrant, the son of an aristocrat who fled to the United States with his family in 1917 after the Russian nobility was decimated by the February Revolution and subsequent collapse of the reign of Tsar Nicholas II. Um, Craven is a is a maniacal big game hunter who seeks to defeat Spider-Man to prove that he is the greatest hunter in the world. 
I mean, yeah. you could do that. You could replace Spider-Man with Silk or or Venom or any of these characters. Like you could do it with all these. Yeah, yeah. Craven's the one that I I would most want to see in the MCU. I think because it's say say they do a, a third Spider-Man, they they are home boy homeboys mm-hmm. um and it brings up miles so the spider-man homecoming far from home and then homeboys yeah, home with um, yeah and then that's the one i'd want to see because now we're getting mysterio and far from home presumably apparently um but craven well, you need to have on set photos of yeah. mysterios um but we need we need to get have had spider-man around for a, a wee while to do craven yeah as well to have it really work do you think yeah do you think mysterio could be is going to be the only villain because oh, scorpion's in it isn't it yeah scorpion's in it vulture's in it um hydro man's in it um okay. mysterio's in it and i feel like i'm missing another one well that sounds like they're doing what every spider-man sequel eventually does and add too many villains yeah <laughs> but this time it'll work um <laughs> yeah so any any casting ideas for craven Jess, what do you think? Uh, no. <laughs> you, you think no? <laughs> Can't think no, of I don't anyone. think we will cast him. <laughs> um, yeah, the, like. Oh, do you know who's like kind of shit that I love, and he hasn't been in anything because he's only been in one thing, and that he was bad in that. The Beast, but um, Tom Welling. <laughs> oh yeah. I reckon he would probably be better now. He's a bit older and he's like real buff and shit. Tom Welling, of course, played Clark Kent in Smallville. <laughs> I'm looking at Craven now and he's got like a Jeffrey Dean Morgan kind of vibe. Fuck yeah. Fuck so yeah. If Jeffrey Dean Morgan can do a um a, a Russian accent thing. Yeah, although he's um D C as well. Ah, oh, true. But you know, who cares? So's Jared Leto. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe um, Javier like Bardem. The Sony universe just um, like uses takes good actors from DC that were wasted or thrown out completely. Because like Tom Hardy <laughs> was cast in Suicide Squad and replaced with Joel yeah. Kinnaman. Yeah, true. Uh, do you, um, where's where's Javier Bardem from? He's like Spanish, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, Spanish. I wonder if he can do a Russian accent because he that would be a cool. I'd like to see him as Craven. You want you want someone big, and you want you, again you want someone with like an Oscar-winning performance within them, not necessarily yeah. for this role. But I I refuse to hear any suggestions other than Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Now, <laughs> oh, okay, that's the I greatest understand. thing you've ever said. <laughs> All right, um, if you Google Sergey Kravenoff, there's a picture that says that's so Craven. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty fun. All right. So the last one that's slated, um, which I hadn't seen um, anywhere else other than when I was doing research for this today, uh, is a character or characters named Jackpot. They're both named Jackpot. Yeah. You heard of Jackpot? Yeah. Yeah. So I know it's Jackpot, the female. Yeah, yeah. So Jackpot, uh, the first Jackpot is a woman named Sarah Errett, who's a pregnant scientist uh, and she works on gene therapy to cure Parkinson's disease when she is accidentally exposed to lot 777. The virus rewrote the DNA in her cells. Uh, she is in a coma for, for four months, but does give birth with no complications. Um, and she displays superhuman strength. Uh, she later 
has her identity bought off her. <laughs> I think it said. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, so she, so another woman named Alana Jobson uh, pays her for use of Jackpox, Jackpot's identity. Yeah, see, um, that's that's cool again. That's that's a unique and interesting. It is, yeah. It it kind of it feels a bit more comic booky than any of these other ideas, but that's all yeah, right. in a way. But like at the same time, like I would love to see these movies be done as like movies that are good movies for like, or it's incidental that they're comic book movies. Like seems and, like I mean, like what Joker's doing, where it's essentially just a remake of King of Comedy, but it's about the Joker instead of um, Robert Pupkin. With David Pupkin, yeah. David Pupkin, um, and, and yeah, and and they don't all need to be consistent in tone either necessarily. Because yeah, like, like Morbius, go full horror with. Yeah, and and I mean, I, when the Avengers came out in 2012, I was telling everyone, man, I was like, it's not going to work. You don't have enough. Like they're too different. And you yeah, know, like I, I remember being like, oh, I don't know if I'll see the Avengers because like <laughs> Dark Knight Rises is going to be so much better. <laughs> but it wasn't till i don't know somehow between because i hadn't seen um cap or thor and then i was gonna go i was gonna go see the avengers with my friend and they pulled out so i was like oh lame and so instead i like went and bought all five um phase one movies on blu-ray and they just watched those and then got real hyped for the avengers and then because i like cap and thor the first cap and the first thor unlike anyone else and so then I got real into the MCU and became the Marvel shell you see before you today. No, the camera's turned off on our Google Hangout, oh, so sorry. I can't actually see you. Um, I still need juice. Yeah. Any, any, so from reading this, it looks like Sarah is um, a more, like an older woman and, and maybe Alana is a is a, a younger woman. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really basing that on anything. Um, but I don't know. I want. I was going to say who would you cast, but maybe I just don't know enough about these characters to. Yeah, I don't know Meryl <laughs> Streep for both of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, that's fine. Pulling Meryl Streep and um, and who plays her daughter in Mamma Mia? Uh, chick with the real big eyes. Yeah. Uh, um, and Lily James, who plays um young Meryl Streep, and here yeah, we go again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she has different coloured eyes. Oh, Amanda Seyfried, by the way. That's here. Amanda Seyfried. Yes. Um. Yeah. Cool. All right, so that brings us to the end um, when we're talking about um, these, the state of Sony and what they're at. And look, All right, here's see my you guys. Cl- Bye. <laughs> here's my closing <laughs> statement. Recording. I would, <laughs> I would much rather Sony just played ball with the MCU and they were able to reap the benefits of um, someone else doing most of the work for them. Um, but with that being said, some of these movies. I'm actually very intrigued by. Um, yeah. I'd say Morbius, Nightwatch, and Craven the Hunter are all very interesting ideas to me. Yeah. Um, I think Morbius is probably the one that I'm looking forward to the most out of that because it's, it's got the most potential to uh, change up genre and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and it's got the most Jared Leto, which is always good. Oh, yeah, fuck, mm. I forgot Jared Leto was... <laughs> Okay, maybe I changed yeah. my mind. <laughs> um, All right, yeah. I'm, I, I remove Morbius else? <laughs> from my most. <laughs> well, Morbius is, I think, if more it, like it's make or break on Morbius because that's the next one they're doing. If it's if it it's trash, then this whole universe should get thrown out. 
if it if it succeeds or if it's like as good as or better than Venom, then it's like okay, this is actually happening. Why would just why would you cast Jared Leto? Well, I think he's he's quite a clever, quite a good cast as a living vampire. Yeah, but it's the sort of um, what I'm looking for. He has stigma on him now. It's like how um, the Fantastic Beasts Crimes of Grindelwald is like half-heartedly trying to bury the fact that Johnny Depp's in the movie. <laughs> I mean, I feel Jared Leto's not as hated in the public eye as, yeah. as Johnny Depp, but um, yeah. well, yeah, like. Yeah, it's weird, hey, with Fantastic Beasts. Is that our next one? The WB um, no, Harry we've Potter got, universe? No, we've got a couple of... Yeah, we've got a couple of um, options. If we keep doing this, we've got a couple options we could go with um, the state of different cinematic universes. We could go the the state of Fantastic Beasts, or we could even do, like, the state of The Simpsons. You know? like, yeah. Or, or we could do the state of Marvel and talk about, um, like, them cancelling all the Netflix shows and... Yeah, true. Like and like, also, they've just announced a potential for a new um, web streaming series on Disney Play. Exactly. So, you know, there's madness everywhere. So. I feel like we need to follow this up with the state of Marvel. You reckon? Maybe. Nah. That was dumb. I'm sorry. We are doing... Um, we're probably going to cover the MCU before Avengers I'm sorry, comes out. So That's going to be the longest just... fucking episodes we've ever done. <laughs> Six hour long. Episode. I have so much to say about them, about the MCU. At what point? At what length does a podcast go from? You guys could probably edited this down to. Oh no, okay, this is fun. This is a thing you're doing. Oh, yeah, I don't know. This is going to be the fucking test. Yeah, I reckon four hours is like the. You should just release it in two parts zone, but anything beyond five is like kind of funny. <laughs> I could I could probably do a five hour five I could do three five hour MCU podcasts. Wow! Tell so, us if that's what you want to see, um, and also tell us which of these Sony Universe of Marvel characters movies you'd like to see because um, we want to know we want to know what you think and if you've got any good ideas for where they could go, um, and also if you want to see some other stuff that we've done seamless segue you can find Cole Popter on Facebook and uh, YouTube um, we also do videos we released a video this past week called is meta the new funny um, and it's me talking into the camera my ugly mug talking all about meta comedy in TV and film it's doing all right it's doing it's kind of it's by our standards it's blown up by YouTube standards it's a, a you know a drop in the bucket but you know yeah. it's kind of cool so um, we'll probably try bank off the success of that a bit more and do a, do a where I'm planning on doing a comment response video to that. Um, so that's fun. Uh, and you can also find us on Instagram. You can find us on um, um, uh, Twitter. We're at Colt Popsha. And you can also email us at media at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. And we're also, where else, Richard? If people like us so much that they're like, man, I want to give you guys money. Where can they find us then? Well, you can find us at P.O. Box six eight nine six one Newton Auckland, and um, send money. No, don't. I don't. Actually, I mean that is a real P.O. Box. I don't know who owns it now, but um, tell it that'd be nice for that that person. <laughs> tell them um, Colt Popcher sent you, and then that person will look up Colt Popcher, and there's one new listener. Spread the cult. Hashtag spread the cult. There you go. 
Except the loudest bang <laughs> on the podcast. I just need the disc really She's loud. like, you know what's dumb? This disc. I'm going to fucking kick This it. conversation. <laughs> um, yeah. So you can find, you can join our Patreon um, where you become one of our patrons, uh, which means that you can donate as little as $1 a month to have some kind of say on our podcast so whether that's one dollar tier you get to you know fucking suggest um you know a film franchise fortnights thing we do sounds like you don't believe in it um or maybe you want to pay five bucks in which case you get uh, access to a new podcast we've started called film franchise follow-ups a new episode of that will be coming out in about two weeks and that is going to be on the toy story extra media that's been released um mm-hmm. and then ten dollars gets you a another podcast called generic underscore movie underscore podcast which we're releasing a new episode of sorry that was real bad to listen to i'm sure uh we're releasing a new episode of very shortly on the Shawshank redemption so if you want to hear yeah. talk about those you gotta pay for it and yeah. also for 30 bucks you can um, get AJ to do a video essay about whatever you want. Someone threatened me with Dawson's Creek the other day. Oh, they yeah? said, I'm going to make you do a video essay on Dawson's Creek. And I said, I've not seen it. So, but that's just, I guess I would watch it. Yeah. <laughs> if someone made me, someone paid me 30 bucks. So, yeah, you can do that. So Should we put um, that like, I'll make a video essay of whatever you want for 20 bucks because it won't be as good? <laughs> I'll do a video okay. essay whenever you want for one dollar because I can't edit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so cool. There you go. If you want to support us, head on over to our Patreon. That's a lot of fun. Please share this podcast with your friends. Another thing that you're supposed to tell people to do is rate and review us with five stars on iTunes. Apparently that helps. Um, so please do that as well. And I guess with that, you know, thank you for joining us for this trilogy of why m- universes that aren't Marvel aren't good universes maybe we'll do our own universe next the what would you call universe. your universe aj my universe is yeah. um just real life the state of real life <laughs> that's a good one hmm. do it after right. the midterm elections there's <laughs> a joke for our all right everybody thank you very much for listening and we'll see you on the other on the other flip Bye. we'll see you in another spider-verse Bye. <laughs> that's good all right